The American Council of the Blind presents ACB Reports, a monthly news magazine featuring topics of interest to people who are blind or have low vision. I'm Mike Duke. This month... The first of several presentations from the ACB DC Leadership Conference and Legislative Seminar. Welcome to ACB Reports for March 2021. Fostering Voice, Choice, and Community. That was the theme of this year's ACB DC Leadership Conference, which, as reported here last month, was held virtually in February. This conference was also dedicated to the memory of former ACB Executive Director Charlie Crawford, who recently passed away. ACB President Dan Spoon convened the conference with an overview of the organization's accomplishments over the past year. Welcome, everyone, to the 2021 ACB DC Leadership Conference for the first time being held virtually. This year's uh, conference is dedicated to Charlie Crawford, who was an amazing man in memory of Charlie. Uh, He was our second executive director with the American Council of the Blind a lifetime member and friend and a tremendous advocate for the blind and visually impaired community. And we'll hear a little more from those remembering Charlie later on in our program. We come to you really reflecting on what has been an amazing year for all of us in 2020 going into 2021. It's hard to believe, everyone, that just a year ago, We were all together in person in Washington, D.C., sharing stories and food and drinks and getting prepared for a wonderful president's meeting and legislative seminar and heading out to Capitol Hill to visit our representatives and congressmen. And so much has happened within the last 12 months. Given how much has taken place with the virus, uh, with the social unrest, with an assault on our capital. It has just been a year of change and a year of growth for the American Council of the Blind. And I come to you this morning very, very proud of what our organization has been able to accomplish. It was just a year ago at our DC Leadership Conference board meeting that we adopted our code of conduct. And it has been our beacon to guide us to create a safe, respectful, and welcoming environment for all of our members and friends. It has been joined by our key five core values that we adopted 18 months ago, uh, right before our Rochester convention. And those are integrity and honesty. And I think you see that every day with our organization. You saw it yesterday with an eight-hour board meeting where we were, as we have been for the past year, very transparent, doing our business on ACB radio for all of our membership and friends to hear. And we've conducted ourselves in a way that is truthful, it's honest, and it really, I think, says the best about our character. Our second core value is respect. 
again, I think we have strived so hard inside the American Council of the Blind to really create an environment of respect. Again, we saw it yesterday in our board meeting where we can have differences of opinion without taking it personally. We honor each other's opinions. We work in a democratic method and manner, and we move forward. This convention, the theme is fostering voice, choice, and community. And I think that really plays out in our third core value, which is collaboration. For the first time, you're going to see a tremendous amount of integration at our ACB DC Leadership Conference with our corporate partners and our partners in the blind and visually impaired community. This is collaboration at work. You're going to see legislative breakout sessions that feature many members of industry and governmental agencies, as well as a fireside chat which will involve seven of our closest partners inside the blind and visually impaired community, from the National Federation of the Blind, the Blinded Veterans Association, the American Foundation for the Blind, the Vision Serve Alliance, AER, and APH. They're all going to be involved in our fireside chat, And we're also going to see many more partners involved in our legislative seminars talking about policy and things that will affect the blind and visually impaired community for years to come. The fourth core value for the American Council of the Blind is flexibility. And I think we have demonstrated flexibility over and over again over these last 12 months. From making the historic decision to host a virtual convention last year, and for all the follow-through that everybody put together to make that really a tremendous success. And also the flexibility that we have continued to show with a staff that had to move to a remote environment in the middle of a pandemic and did not miss a beat. In fact, I would say worked even harder and were more productive through really, really difficult times. We've learned a lot about ourselves And I think one of the things we've really learned is the value of flexibility. The last core value is initiative. And I think initiative has really shown itself through the invention and the creation of our community events. A year ago, we did not have any community event calls. We really hosted the very first one on March 17th. Now we have over 300 community event calls a month. Isn't that amazing? Over 2,500 of them over the last year. They range in so many different categories and disciplines. But what I'm the most impressed by is the initiative of this organization that has promoted and fostered people to get involved, to share their talents and their opinions and their spirit at a time when many people felt isolated and alone the American Council of the Blind met the challenge and has been there for our members. This makes me so, so proud. But I also want to thank our membership for all they've done in the area of helping us with financial support. An organization that's trying to grow as ACB is, one of the life engines of that is people's time, treasure, and talent. And I want to thank our membership for how well they've supported all of our fundraising programs this year. 
and the difference it has made for our organization. The monthly monetary support committee wanted to let you all know this weekend that they are going to do a special campaign in order to continue to grow our members in the monthly monetary support program. It takes a minimum of $10 to join the program. And if anybody would like to get involved and learn more about the monthly monetary support program, I'm going to give you an email address and a phone number. The email address is askacbmms at gmail.com. So that's A-S-K-A-C-B-M-M-S at gmail.com. And the phone number is 202-743-0755. If you call the number, please just leave a message. It's a Google subscription phone. Leave a message and they will get back to you as soon as possible. So thank you all for considering joining the monthly monetary support program. All the contributions you all have made as members and friends of this organization are the engine that keeps it moving. And now I would like to take a moment to introduce Eric Bridges, our executive director. I cannot again say enough about the partnership that Eric uh, and our team and the board have had over this last year plus. Eric's staff has done an absolutely amazing job, but Eric is not only a business colleague, he's a friend. Eric, I welcome you as a friend and a colleague, and I want to introduce to you Eric Bridges, our executive director. Well, thanks so much, Dan. Appreciate it would like to acknowledge a very important contributor to this set of events the next couple of days, and that is J.P. Morgan Chase. Uh, they, they are a presidential sponsor, a $10,000 sponsor of this event, and have very much appreciated their support over the last several years. As many of you are aware, they also sponsor the J.P. Morgan Chase Leaders Fellowship Program that we launched in 2016. Thank you very much to them. I'm here this morning to, number one, thank you all for coming and participating in this virtual, first ever virtual DC Leadership Conference. This is going to be, I think, a pretty action-packed next three days. Our team has worked really hard to cultivate the programming and go out and locate interesting and dynamic presenters to share their viewpoints and their knowledge with all of you. And in turn, it's our hope that we hear from you. There will be Q&A uh, where available with many of these uh, breakout presentations, as well, the fireside chat this evening, I think, is going to be really very interesting to listen into. As Dan alluded to when he kicked this off, uh, we are honored to be able to dedicate this year's DC Leadership Conference to a very special leader within this organization, Charlie Crawford. Just to give you a a little backstory, my very first ACB interaction with regard to a convention was 1999 in Los Angeles. And uh, I heard Charlie give his executive director's report, and I went up to the stage with the hopes of meeting him. And there was a line of folks that were chatting with him as they went to break. And uh, he came to me and, and said, hi, the name's John Wayne. I was like, oh my gosh, he was hilarious and endearing, obviously very smart. 
and a passionate advocate. And I came to know him better when I moved to the DC area 20 years ago, right out of college, taking my first job and began interacting with the American Council of the Blind as a participant in a a cross-blind community monthly meeting. ACB would host these meetings and I'd show up and, you know, I was really just learning about policy and advocacy within the national blindness movement. And what I was struck by was his level of knowledge, how he was able to synthesize some fairly complex issues into words and phrases that that were understandable to me as a new person that had not done this sort of work for very long. He was willing to share. He was willing to educate. He was obviously very passionate, but also ultimately very effective in the work that he and ACB did. And I always thought during those years, man, ACB works on some really cool issues, whether it was audio description or accessible paper currency. Uh, There were numerous initiatives that ACB had undertaken that Charlie was leading that got me interested in thinking about, man, wouldn't it be cool to work here one day? Well, here I am, right? I want to thank Sue for allowing us the opportunity to dedicate this conference in in Charlie's memory. Uh, Sue is Charlie's wife, and uh, it gives me uh, great pleasure to introduce the video that honors Charlie. And here it is. Hello, I'm Susan Crawford, Silver Spring, Maryland, and Charlie Crawford and I were married for more than 34 years. And it is just such an honor that ACB is honoring him with the leadership conference by naming this after him this year. To tell you a little bit about Charlie, those of you who may not know, he, he was one of the founders of the Blind Leadership Club in Boston, that became, later became the Bay State Council of the Blind. His idea of leadership was bottom-up, not top-down. Bottom-up by joining with others to form a community. That's what the Blind Leadership Club was all about. That's what Bay State Council was all about. And then he, at the commission, uh, he became, he was appointed by uh, Governor Dukakis and later Governor Weld and worked under Governor Salucci as well as commissioner in Massachusetts. Hello, everybody. My name is Pat Sheehan. I am from Silver Spring, Maryland. And uh, right now I am the chapter president of the National Capital Area Chapter of the American Council of the Blind of Maryland. And one of the things that I remember about Charlie uh, is his advocacy. Under Charlie's leadership as executive director, He helped define and get the audio description project started, really started under Charlie's watch, under transportation and under pedestrian safety. He started the pedestrian safety environmental access areas within ACB. He did a lot with helping to define the truncated domes in the subway system. Uh, I think it was Peggy McCarthy who was killed in Boston because she fell over the edge of a platform and he made sure that subway systems were were safe. Intersection designs with audible pedestrian signals was part of what was done in Maryland and now it's done throughout the United States. And something that we're still working on is the um, currency issue, which started under Charlie Crawford. So Charlie was able to 
articulate a vision for the organization. And it's something that we're still carrying through now with our current leaders. When we were leaving Massachusetts to come down to Maryland, when he was going to become executive director of ACB, uh, there was a farewell party for him. And at the party, uh, about 10 people stepped forward and said, Charlie, we, we discovered um, that you've been getting your shoes shined every week at Jimmy's. Uh, Jimmy was someone who lived at the Franciscan Mission and had just a little, little shoe, sign, shoe shine shop. And, and Charlie said, well, yes. And they said, well, we noticed, someone noticed that you've been giving him $20 every week. And so there's 10 of us who stepped forward and we will make sure that Jimmy does not lose any money by you moving to Boston. And that's Charlie's generosity of spirit. I didn't, I knew he was going to Jimmy's. I had no idea he was giving him $20 a week, but he was just such a generous spirit. And that generosity infected other people. That also combines with leadership. It's leadership by nurturing others and supporting others and mobilizing others to achieve a common goal, a common mission. And that basically, I think, is the mission of ACB. ACB is bottom-up leadership. It's, it's building a community, and it's being generous. I asked him one time, and I said, Charlie, what are your thoughts about ACB and your participation that you've had at the national, state, and the local level? And he quoted Kennedy by saying, ACB gave him the ability to use the full use of his abilities along lines of excellence. And that was Charlie, always using his total set of skills and using them in an excellent way. So I miss Charlie uh, as a friend, as has been said by many. He was very generous. He cared deeply about promoting what was the best in people and wanted to make life better for the state of Maryland and for all blind people across the country. Uh, This is our chance to carry on his legacy and to do the best we can to uh, be proud of what we can contribute to make Charlie proud of our efforts and move forward. Thank you. For ACB to hold this leadership conference and to call it the Charles Crawford Leadership Conference this year, I consider it to be such an honor, and I know Charlie would be delighted. And I feel his presence, and I'm sure many people do at ACB. He cared for everyone, absolutely everyone. And I just want to say thank you. And um, I loved him so very much, and I missed him, as I know so many of you do too. And I thank you. Thank you so much, Sue and uh, Patrick, for your wonderful remembrances of Charlie and this year's conference, Fostering Voice, Choice, and Community. I think nothing else would live to the spirit of Charlie. We miss him. We miss his advocacy. And Charlie, rest in peace. That was ACB President Dan Spoon. We also heard from Eric Bridges, Patrick Sheehan, and Sue Crawford. From the American Council of the Blind, you're listening to ACB Reports. The D.C. Leadership Conference continued with an overview of the ACB Virtual Conference and Convention for 2021 from Convention Coordinator Janet Dickelman. Those of you who attended our 2020 virtual convention know how exciting it was. Of course, we'd much rather be in person with you, but 
the one good thing about the virtual convention, one of the good things, is we were able to reach so many people new to ACB and people who just are not able to attend our in-person conventions. So 2020, for that reason, the fact that we had to go virtual really was a bonus for ACB, and I'm sure 2021 will be also. Our convention theme for our 2021 convention is ACB, Better Together Wherever We Are. Convention registration will open on May 20th, and it will close on June 28th. Registration this year will be $25 for ACB members. It will be $40 for non-ACB members. However, if you're a non-ACB member and you would like to join as a member at large, that will reduce the registration cost to $35 because the member at large is $10, and then you can get the $25 registration. Registration will allow you to be in a door prize drawing. It will give you the Zoom links so you can be involved in all of the sessions. It will give you a bidder number for the auction. You can also, of course, if you register, you will be able to become a convention sponsorship, purchase the convention newspaper, which will be sent to your email box every morning. We will have five streams for sessions every day. I'm trying to work to make sure that we don't have more than five sessions concurrently so that we can stream everything that needs to or wants to be streamed. This will not include our exhibitor channel or our audio described tour channel. Yes, we're going to have audio described tours again. I know that was very popular last year. Our exhibit hall for any of our exhibitors, they will be able to set up Zoom rooms in addition to their sponsorship presentation so that you can go in and talk to each exhibitor if you would like to do that. And convention dates are Friday, July 16th to Friday, July 23rd. Friday evening, the 16th, I believe we're going to have our film night. And then that will be followed by the Friends in Art Showcase of the Performing Arts. Saturday evening, we're still working, but I'm quite sure we're going to have a session on Get Up and Get Moving, all about exercise and getting moving. That will be a great session Saturday evening. Sunday will be our opening general session. Monday evening, we will have a session similar to what we did last year. It's so popular with audio description that will be set up by the audio description committee. Tuesday will be our ACB auction. Wednesday evening, information access committee is working on a session, and I can't wait to get a little write-up on that that I can send out as a convention preview. That's going to be on financial freedom doing your banking and other financial things online. We're going to have a broker, people from the banking industry, a financial planner, I believe. So that should be a wonderful session. Thursday evening will be our banquet. Our banquet speaker will be Peter Sagel from NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And anyone who's listened to the show knows what a tremendous speaker Peter is. In addition to being a media host, He is also a runner, and he was running as a partner to a blind runner during the Boston Marathon, and they crossed over the finish line just a couple of minutes before the bombing. So he's going to have lots of wonderful stories to tell us. And Friday evening, in conjunction with hopefully the opening ceremonies of the Olympics, we are going to have an Olympics extravaganza. Stay tuned. We're still in the planning stage. There'll be lots more information about that. 
Our general sessions daily will be Monday through Friday. They will begin at 10.30 a.m. and run to 2 p.m., except on Friday, we plan to run it a little bit longer till 4 p.m. to facilitate our voting. We are going to have voting throughout the general sessions, and you'll hear more about that from our voting task force. We're balancing, making sure we can get as much of our programming in and also allow time for our accessible voting. Our talking book narrator who will join us on Wednesday is J.P. Linton. We are going to have some recorded programming as we did last year, our angels presentation, our scholarship presentations, our DKM and J.P. Morgan Chase will all be recorded prior to the convention. We will read the newspaper over ACB radio each morning, and we will have the pre- and post-convention shows with Tony and Debbie Hazelton. Our afternoon sessions will start at 2.30 during the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday prior to general sessions. We will have some sessions earlier in the day to make sure you stay up to date with what's going on with the convention. If you are not already a member of the convention list, you may send an email to acbconvention plus sign subscribe at acblists.org. And you can always reach out to me directly. My email is janet.dickelman at gmail.com. That's Janet, J-A-N-E-T dot Dickelman, D-I-C-K-E-L-M-A-N at gmail.com. For our future conventions, our dates for our convention in Omaha for 2022 is Friday, July 1st through July 8th. And the room rate there is $96 a night at the Hilton. 2023, we will be back in Schaumburg. We will be able to go to Schaumburg. I shouldn't say back in Schaumburg since we weren't able to be there. And that is June 30th through July 7th. Room rates there are $98 a night. And finally, as far as the 2021 convention is concerned, we were able to successfully negotiate with the Hyatt in Phoenix to Void our contract for 2021 with no penalty or no necessity to rebook with them. So we're looking at what we're going to do starting with 2024, where we're going to go starting with that time. That was ACB Convention Coordinator Janet Dickelman speaking at the organization's D.C. Leadership Conference and Legislative Seminar on February 21st. Stay tuned for more from this conference along with other news next month on ACB Reports. You've been listening to ACB Reports, heard on radio information services nationwide and throughout the world on acbradio.org. ACB Reports is produced at Radio Reading Service of Mississippi, a service of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Contact the American Council of the Blind online at acb.org or phone 800-424-8666. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next month for another ACB Reports. ¶¶